What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. In today's episode, I sit down with Colby of Cabinet Magic. This guy is a entrepreneur who originally worked alongside his father, who taught him the trade, and now he's kind of really just putting all the pieces together. What an awesome story! Super motivational. A reminder to continue to take risks when you start a business. It is the biggest risk you're ever going to take. That means that. Everything after that, there's nothing that's going to compare. So continue to take risks boldly. And that's what we covered today in this business breakthrough. I think you're going to love it. Tune in. It starts right now. Contractors all over the world are wanting more, more time, more freedom, more impact. The way we do this is through implementing systems, processes, standards. Welcome to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Here we hit business strategy, coaching, mindset, motivation, the tools you need for success. So strap in, listen up, and get ready to grow on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. All right, what is up, everyone? I'm here with Colby with Cabinet Magic. Welcome, man. What part of Florida are you in? Orlando. Nice. Okay, very cool, man. So tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, how you got started in this and how the business is going right now. Right. So uh, it's uh, a business me and my dad, Ron. He's uh, less involved than he used to be. He's getting towards retirement age. But uh, um, he was a a GC for a long time, general contractor. And uh, once uh, the bottom fell out in 08, he was just looking for different ways to to make some money and sort of fell into this whole cabinet painting refinishing thing uh you know i started helping them out when i was in college and just sort of fell into doing it too you know um it's you know it's something i'm really passionate about and i just really like doing it it. yeah okay so what's uh business look like for you right now in the day-to-day are you doing most of the work or is your is your dad involved like what does that look like yeah um i'm pretty much primarily doing the majority of the the labor side of things um you know he uh took a spill off a ladder about a month ago and he's been you know uh, we don't know if he's gonna be 100 percent anymore after that honestly but yeah um so you kind of have to take over yeah so it's sort of where we're at so he's done this a while while you were growing up has he always been in this trade whether it's, I mean, it's always, you know, in the construction side of things, yeah, um, painting, cabinet refinishing, like things like that. Yeah. When you, when you watched him grow up, did you see him do most of the work himself? Yeah. Um, you know, and that's something I, I, you know, I would like to get to the point where I'm bringing people on and sure, it's just that kind of thing where, you know, it's hard to find somebody skilled enough, right? you know, not just like putting paint on the wall, you know, it's, um, you know, you got to find the right person that's willing to learn and yeah. willing to be patient because there's a lot of patience involved in something like this. So how have you been getting your jobs? So for the longest time, um, sorry, my cat just came in here. <laughs> uh, for the longest time, um, we were having a lot of success with Craigslist, believe it or not. Um, okay. And it just seems like within the last year or so, I mean, it just died. I mean, it's yeah. just, you know, I guess it's just, it's time has come or 
whatever. And we've been really struggling to try and find new avenues to bring in business. But, gotcha. you know, my dad, he's a really old school, you know, it was back when he was first starting. It's like, put your name in the phone book and, you know, sure. you know pound the pavement and knock on doors and things yep. like that. Yep. And it's, you know, so a, lot of, a lot of things have changed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, there's, what did you do before you got into this? Any management experience? What job did you work uh, before this? Um, so I went to school for teaching, obviously, uh, I haven't really ever pursued that. Uh, I worked for, uh, PPG paints, um, for a while as just, you know, a frontline worker. Um, and outside of that, you know, I've just been doing this for the past five years or so. So, yeah. Yeah. So you have a lot of, uh, you know, experience doing this and, you know, kind of most of your life experiences in paint, um, mm-hmm. business and management experience is, uh, is an area, right. You got to yeah. really identify, um, your strengths and weaknesses in that area. And in your definition, what would you say some of your weaknesses are in business? Um, you know, I think, uh, just communication okay. with clients and, things on that part i guess um you know sometimes maybe a little i get a little reserved and yeah focused hyper focused or sometimes overwhelmed right because it's a Mm. lot they want updates all the time um yeah you know they want to know when the job's starting they want to know uh all that stuff right so that can get a little overwhelming right for sure yeah um how are you managing all that? Like, I mean, are you using a software? I mean, do you have anything? So to- I use drip jobs. Oh, you do. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right, cool. um, you, do, did, you didn't meet with me though. We didn't do a demo together. Um, no, I've talked to Sonny. Oh, okay. Um, you work with Sonny. How do you, so how's that been working for you? It's definitely streamlined a lot of stuff for me. You know, okay. before that, um, we were pretty much, I mean, we didn't, much of any crm or anything like that so it helps having everything in one like you know area and that takes some of the pressure of communication off right because you're for sure women's good so that's why can't i can't you know you get an a for that i'll tell you um (laughs) uh well that's good so well now i mean it comes down to okay so that's like your administrative side right so you get an a for that then we have a couple other branches of our business tree uh we have marketing and we have sales Let's talk mm-hmm. about, let's, well, I'd heard a little bit about marketing. We're going to get to that last. That's the one we're going to zero in on. But what about, what does sales look like for you? I mean, are you selling every opportunity you get? Are you finding that people are not giving you opportunity? What does that look like? Um, So let's say, I mean, for the leads that I'm pulling in right now, um, you know, I've, I've messed around with trying to get some through Facebook. Um, okay. And the ones that I can make contact with, um, you know, I feel like I, I, I probably have about 50, 40, 50% close rate on sure. them. Um, and you know, my sales process is, you know, I, I like to try and go to their home, meet with yeah. them, just, you know, what sure. they're looking for, what sure. I can provide for them. Sure. You know, obviously that's, it's possible now with, you know, I obviously couldn't do that if. Are you painting the cabinets at their house? So I take the doors and drawers that's painted at my shop. Okay. Uh, then we show up, you know, set Beautiful. up. The when you go to an estimate, do you, do you bring anything with you into the home? Yeah, I bring, you know, I have uh, 
some sample doors I bring, uh, kind of like a binder full of ideas sure. and colors and it. things like that. Um, Good so. Good for you. Yeah. So, so in terms of the sales side, I mean, believe, you know, I think you would understand is that you don't need to be the best salesman in the world mm -hmm. to sell this stuff, right? I mean, it's almost like, hey, they see what the end result will be. Is this a mutual fit? Do they trust you, like you? And can you do it in an adequate amount of time? Would you find that to be the key? Yeah, I think that's right. primarily what most people are looking for. I mean, cool. you know. so you have, I would give you an A. I mean, your sales process is good. Make sure you're emphasizing that you're taking the doors to a shop. That's going to mm -hmm. differentiate you from the other painters. Emphasize that hard, really hard. Right. Make it a make, just so you know, we have a full service shop. We're going to remove the doors, remove the drawers. We're going to take them out of here. I mean, even <laughs> though it might be self-explanatory for you, that's your hot button right there because that separates you, right? And then, of course, the door, you know, um, have you ever had them do a scratch test on the door or you just handed them to them? Yeah, no, I, I you know, I, I try to say, you know, you know, do some abuse to this, try and stain it. No, you, know, you got to give them a screwdriver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's, I'm just, you know, have a little fun with that part. Okay. So admin, good sales. I don't find you to be someone that is not uh, adequate in sales. Okay. That's not your issue. We have okay. two other areas of business here. We have production. Mm -hmm. We have marketing. Let's go to production. I told you we're doing marketing last. Okay. Production, okay? Who's painting these cabinets? Primarily myself. I'm looking at them, huh? Yeah, yeah. All right, so your production is going to be the biggest bottleneck of your life, okay? Mm -hmm. it, it will, it, you can be, you can have the best marketing company delivering you leads. All that's going to do is stress you out because if you sell more than one job within a certain amount of time, the pressure's kicking because yep. then you got to finish the one quickly to get to the other one. And when things start slowing down, do you have any kids? Not yet. At least okay. Not. <laughs> All right, good. So you're probably working a lot. Yeah. There's weeks where I'm putting in 60 okay. plus hours, you know, if, and part of you and, you know, and because I've experienced this and also shared some experience with some others, part of you feels like, you know, that's what you need to do to be successful. Cause you saw your dad do it, dude. I mean, mm -hmm. And, you know, and that's easy to do. Um, however, you know, we both know that building a team, I'm not going to tell you anything you don't know here. Building a team is is obviously going to be what makes marketing easy, what makes sales easy. I gave you good grades on those, not marketing. I gave you good grades on the sales side, but I didn't say it was going to be easy selling because chances are when you are selling, you're tired, you're stressed, yeah. and you got to run back to the shop, right? So... I mean, there's not like, you're not poised. You're not, uh, you're not selling. You're kind of just, you're kind of just showing and going. Okay. Right. right. Would you agree with that? Yeah. That sounds pretty accurate. Like that one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's fine in the beginning, but how long you've been doing this now? Me personally, five years. Okay. Way too long. If we don't have this conversation now and you don't make a change, it'll be another five years where nothing happens. You know what, you know what the problem is that you haven't took, you haven't taken any risks outside of when you first started your business. Mm. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, we both, it was probably it. risky for you to give up the degree mm. and get into this. Wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, there, that's always a fallback. I hate to have to do that to myself, but sure. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, I mean, that we would say that in the average eyes of the average American, that's risky. Yeah.
going into yeah. the painting trade aside from being a teacher safe secure mm-hmm. 401k now you're up, you're on the island trying to fight for business every day right it's kind yeah. of stressful would you agree for sure sure yeah teachers wake up they don't have to find students to teach they just teach yeah you know? So what I'm getting at with all this is that we just got to make sure that you understand here that if you don't do something risky in the next 30 days, you're going to fall right back into the same cycle you fall into year after year after year. Okay. So I know this is elementary stuff. I hope I'm opening up some avenues mentally. I'm about to get somewhere with this. Okay. So we got to come up with a plan, man. First of all, I'm putting marketing on the back burner. We got to figure out production. Okay. You got to create some sort of role within your company. I'm going to assume dad's out of the picture right now. We're not going to use him. I'm sure he helps you here and there or did. Yeah. I mean, he's probably, you know, good for certain things. Okay. Um, so. So where would you feel as though you could use the most help? As far as production is concerned, yes. yes. Prep and things of that nature. Prep you know. and things of that nature. Okay. So let's start there. Does someone need to have painting experience to learn how to prep? Not really, I guess. No. Not really, right? So what does that do? That opens up our labor pool. Okay. Could you teach someone how to prep a kitchen? Pretty, pretty easy. I'd okay. Say. How much would you pay someone to work with you and just do all the prep work, sanding? Masking boxes, masking floors, just work alongside them. How much you how much would you pay them? Yes, uh that's a good question. I and never really thought Answer. You know, even, number. say fifteen to eighteen dollars an hour, maybe. Okay. The question should be how much would you take to do that work? How much would you be okay with if someone hired you just to prep? Knowing what it requires. Yeah, probably a little bit more, maybe twenty. Well, I think you're you're in Florida, man. Easy. Yeah. 17 to 18 is fair. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Being honest with you, I think that's fair just for someone entry level coming in, learning how to prep. Okay. So one of the things that most of us have fears of is that if we bring someone on, will we have enough work for them, right? Yeah, for sure. Is that a big question mark? Yeah. Okay. Well, of course that's it is, right? Something I've been batting around, you know, You've been if batting I bring around, somebody right? in, you know. So you I haven't activated the muscle, man. Let me tell you what the muscle is. The muscle is when someone's counting on you after you made a promise to them. And the same way you find a way to always get your jobs done when you promise to a customer that you'll get them done, it's the same way you'll find work when you promise to someone that you're going to get work for them. It's like this resourcefulness muscle that supersedes your feelings and your emotions and what you think are your capabilities. And you know someone else is counting on you. It's amazing. And you haven't experienced that because you haven't put yourself out there to bring in someone and make that promise. Okay, so you got to make a decision, right? Because what that means is that then you will also, at the same time, you're going to have to do some marketing. You are not a marketer. No. (laughs) You're not. Okay? You are not going to succeed marketing. Just make sure you understand that. You know what you're good at? Putting pieces together. You're going to find a marketer. You're going to find someone to help you. That's what a business owner does. You need to put the puzzle together. Recruit the team. Find the marketer to bring you the leads. Go sell the job, right? So, I mean, I mean, you know, you doing some Facebook here and there, I'm sure it was okay, but you want someone that you can hold accountable. They have a responsibility to you, don't they? I, I would hope so, yeah. Yeah, bring <laughs> you leads, right? So, yeah. again, you know, it's not like you got to go out and find this work. You find someone that knows what they're doing that can generate leads on Facebook for cabinet refinishing, which is almost like free money, Okay. Mm-hmm. And you just need to go out and present. 
Okay. But you got to do this at the same time. You should be talking to the marketer this week. You should be putting out an ad this week. Now, here's another reason why we haven't made a hiring decision is because I'm assuming, and I could be wrong, just be honest. Do you have a payroll company? Uh, not really. No. Okay, so we need to get one of those. Now, payroll is usually a big question mark for a lot of businesses because it's such, uh, if you haven't done it, including myself, I was very confused early on. I'm like, who do I pay? How do I pay? A lot of questions there. You need to sign up for a program called Gusto. Okay, very important. Sign up for them today. Go on gusto.com. Sign up. There's a link. Uh, if you're, you know, I'll send it to you. It's like a link I have. You get a gift card if you sign up. It's like a little incentive. Okay. But what mm -hmm. Gusto does is it allows you to onboard new employees. It pays taxes for you. It, it takes the money out of your bank account, pays everybody who needs to be paid, includes workers comp along with that. And then your employee gets direct deposit. So when you hire somebody, you have some confidence. You can say, hey, just so you know, we're going to get an email sent to you tomorrow. You're going to be able to onboard yourself. And from there, you'll be able to be given direct deposit every Friday or whenever your payroll is. Okay. So again, like I think if you hired someone today, it's like, okay, well, how do I get paid? That's going to be the big question. Yeah. And you're going to pay them either cash or with a check. And then again, that's not going to get you to where you want to be. Where do you want to be? What are you looking for? I mean, you know, I would definitely like to scale up um, and okay. take on more of like a managerial type role. Sure. At some point. Um, can I know, be I, can I be honest and make an assumption here? And I could be wrong, but I've just heard this same story a lot, man. And I just I'm sure, yeah. no, it's not this story. It's the and it's yeah. I even have it in my own experience. My my own father. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe your father's worked his whole life and has nothing to show for it. I don't know what his financial status is. But generally speaking, gen gentlemen like this who work so hard with their hands and their knees, you mm -hmm. know, once the hands and the knees fail, there's yeah. not much left for them to be able to do. Would you agree with that? Is the, are you seeing this? Yeah. I mean, he um, he he's also a, a real estate agent. So he, okay. you know, he, he so hasn't. He's, one of, he's a smart one. Yeah. So there's a, he, lot of, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of there's a lot of them out there that aren't and they don't have not smart. They're just not, they don't have that other option. Right. You know? So again, like there's such a different level here, you know, that mm -hmm. I want to show you, uh, Colby is that you have something that a lot of people don't, man, you're putting together a business and it's going to come with risk, business, risk, business, risk, business, risk. You should be risking something every day, whether that's being bold by making phone calls to people that you've given estimates to encouraging them to move forward. That's risky. Could you see yourself doing that? In the past? Or before this conversation. Yes and no, I guess. Yeah. In a way um, that says, Mrs. Jones, here's the deal. I yeah. have an opening coming up tomorrow uh, or next week. And mm -hmm. I'd like to offer you a $250 discount if you let us get in there. But I need an answer today. Mm. That sort of, you know, yeah. tonality of like, hey, here's the deal. I'm giving you something, but I need something in return. And we're going to make this deal happen. Like that level of resourcefulness is what I'm referring to when you bring someone on, because I'm sure you've given estimates to people. I'm sure in your pipeline drip jobs, you have some people that you've given estimates to. Yeah. Okay. So if you had four weeks, how, how far booked out are you currently? I mean, honestly, uh, at the moment, it's, I'm Slim just, a, you know, I'm a week out, you know? I'm, okay. Week out. Got it. So yeah. again, what's another reason why you're not excited to hire? Because you have one week's worth of work left. Mm -hmm. How could you possibly be motivated? Right. Yeah. 
So here's the smart play. And it's all about momentum. Business is momentum. Business is honestly like an energy experience. It's good. You've seen momentum in business. I'm sure you've been doing this for five years. You and I have been both doing this for five years, six years. I, I'm at six, I think, but you've seen the cycles of business. You've seen the ups and downs, haven't you? Yeah, it can you be feast or famine for sure. It can be feast or famine. So what we yeah. need to do is we need to anticipate change and you need to anticipate your growth and you need to prepare for it. Okay. So in other words, where I'm getting at with this is that if you identify Colby, you identify that here's my plan. I know one thing about business inputs give you an output. That is a law that you could take to the bank. You put something in, you're going to get something out. Not telling you what the result will be, but you'll get something. If you put that ad out, you're going to get applicants. What that's going to do is then create pressure. Good. We like pressure in business because it creates change. It's like such a scientific thing too. Okay. Creates change in business. What that's going to force you to do then is you're going to have to be resourceful. You're going to have to set up gusto. You're going to have to, especially if it's a good applicant, somebody that you identify is a good fit. You're going to want them on your team, right? Then what happens is, is when they get into your shop, you're going to want to raise the standard around the shop. You're going to want it clean. You're going to want inventory done. You're going to really want to make this a business. But right now you have no accountability. Right. Sure. Yeah, I'd say so. All right. So with accountability, again, that is another Prohib, uh, not a prohibitor, that's another attribute of growth, right? So again, now we have the employee where we, we're canvassing for employees, then the marketing, man. Like, here's the deal. You can figure this out on your own. You could try to be a marketer or you can write the check, put it on a credit card. Yeah. I think, you know, and I've talked to uh, Pathfinder a okay. while back. Um, and what were your thoughts? Just curious. I mean, no, I was, I was totally sold. I think I just got scared in the moment of the price tag and the long-term commitments, sure. you know, they want a sure. 12 month commitment from you. Sure. And I'm, I'm thinking, gosh, you know, if things go south, I'm on the hook for 24 grand, you know? Sure. And, sure. Uh, you know, I hear great things. I, I guess I just got a little cold yeah. feet. At the moment, well, look at the alternative. You you know, here's the deal. You look at $24,000 over the course of a year. Okay. Mm -hmm. I know what business you're in, buddy. You can make $24,000 in one month, yeah. <laughs> you know, especially with a big kitchen doing it right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you got to look at risk and reward and upside. There's an expectation of a marketing company. Eric's company doesn't just come with leads. There are, he has a coaching uh, every every few days that you'll be a part of and hear ideas and collaborate. I mean, um, look, I know that's an uncomfortable number. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, I understand that. Okay. I'm not that far removed from what it felt like when I used to think that that was an uncomfortable number. But here's the deal. You have to understand opportunity cost. That's a very important. When I took economics, that was my favorite term because it's what you're giving up for a better result. Okay. Right. That's what you're giving up. When I used to study, when everyone else was partying, you know, it was the opportunity cost. Like, what am I giving up? Vice versa. In other words, what am I doing now for a later return? And it's like, dude, you're giving by not making that move. You didn't get any reward. You didn't even put yourself in the ball game. Yeah. I, everything's risky, bro. I agree. I, you know, and I, I, uh, I still kind of, I toy that toy with that every day. Well, I'm going to give you the confirmation that Eric's a good guy. And I think he has a good company. And I give mm -hmm. you the confirmation that if you were to go with him, he would probably fulfill his, his promise to you. 
you know, and that's your choice to make. You have to feel that out and make that decision for yourself and what you can afford. But I'm telling you that what that does is it places a burden of marketing on someone else. Yeah. That's the trade-off, bro. It's not a free deal here. It's like, you don't have to worry about it. So you can focus on what? On getting the jobs done. And? Yeah. And building the business. And hiring. And hiring, yeah. Confidently. Yeah. Dude, it's, I mean, I don't, I, I hope I'm painting this picture the right way that no, both sure. of these things have to be done at the same time. Okay. Mm -hmm. There were probably times where you maybe tried to do one, but didn't do the other, or you tried to market and you didn't get the, you, you couldn't hire, like, you know, it was one or the other. If you do not do both at the same time, you won't hit what I call the big bang theory, man. That's when everything collides and it's crazy. But guess what? In that chaos, you're at least going to have the ability to learn how to grow because you have the marketing, you have an overabundance of leads. That's a good problem to have. You have the help so you can actually do jobs a little bit quicker. Without the help, you can't create a system in your business. Yeah. You, can, you can't. You don't have any systems in place because you don't know. No one, no one can. It, see, the problem is, is that if you hired someone right now, you don't have a process laid out for them. So that's where yeah. you need to start. I think tonight you should start off with how you prep cabinets and put it on a piece of paper. Don't worry about it being pretty. Just put a bullet point of all the steps you take. So when someone comes into your business, you say, hey, here's our process that you're going to learn. And you, you put a big square around one third of the paper and say, hey, we're going to learn that this week. And then next week, you're going to learn this part. And then the week after, you're going to learn this part. And then you're going to prep a whole kitchen by yourself. And then you'll graduate and you'll earn the $18 an hour. That's how you manage people. Yeah, that's actually uh, not a bad plan, to be honest. <laughs> exactly. So now you have a training plan in place. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then the week after you say, hey, now you're in charge of inventory. I want you to count everything and put it in this spreadsheet. Dude, you were a teacher. You know spreadsheets probably better than me. You know? <laughs> Or you were planning on being one. That's they love spreadsheets. You know, you go. Are you good with Excel? I have half decent. I say half decent. Yeah. All you, all you need is two rows. What you have and what you what you don't have, right? <laughs> so yeah. again, that's delegating a role, right? I mean, you know. So again, like you need that right person. That's the missing ingredient. I'm going to give you my hiring course. You can take it. That'll speed up the the. You're going to want to learn some of the things I teach in that. Um, mm -hmm. Get your ad out today. Um, by the end of today. Set up gusto today, 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 man. Please don't put any of this on the back burner. You know, I, I'm giving you advice from my experience and also those of many others that have come before you that I know that this is the right move if you want to get beyond where you're at. You can stay where you're at, but it's exhausting, bro. I feel that for sure. Okay. <laughs> I think you kind of uh, illuminated that. You know, I guess I've kind of just had the blinders on. Yeah. You know. Just taking it one week at a time and no, you don't get out of that, it. man. You are in survival mode right now and it's horrible, man. You you don't breathe right when you're in survival mode. I've been there. Imagine, you know, having employees and not having the right strategies to ensure that you get business. I don't worry about marketing, man. I don't, I don't worry about all that. I, I worry about putting people in the right places, growing the business now organically um, and refining, man. Refining is the the best part of business, when you get to a position where things are running and you can see things from above and say, okay, well, let's make that a little better. Let's, let's change that process and make that a little smoother. Like that's the most beautiful part of business, man, is when you can actually become a conductor, you know? Yeah. Um, so you're right now, you're playing the, the trombone. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. Uh, and you're trying to conduct at the same time. 
So you're playing it, running up to the front, doing the orchestra. <laughs> but you'll get it, man. You'll get it. I, I I believe in you, man. Do you have any other th anything else you want to talk about? Um. Well, I mean, I guess uh, you know, as you know, as far as the marketing avenues are concerned, I mean, what would you say? I mean, obviously, you know, get back in touch with with Pathfinder. Um, but I mean, what else would you say is a good a good place for me to, to start here as far as trying to get my Facebook name up. is the best for cabinet refinishing right now. Nothing else. Yeah. Don't worry about that. You don't need a lot. It's just you right now. So yeah. I would put all my eggs in Facebook um, for, for cabinet refinishing. Okay. Um, you know, and I, I feel like, uh, you know, I've dipped my toe in the water and I guess, I guess I just don't personally have the knowledge to make it clicking on all eight cylinders. You know, I've gotten some work from it, but I just feel like it's yeah, it needs sort of to be, dude, I would never do Facebook ads ever again after I seen what a professional Facebook mm -hmm. ad company does. Right. You know? Like yeah. I would never touch it now because I'm like, there's no way I'm going to learn that. I won't disrespect that trade by trying mm -hmm. to do it myself. No, I, I, know that I agree with that. It's, I, almost, it's almost like, um, someone who thinks they can paint their own cabinets and then they, they ride along with you for the day. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then they would probably yeah. never attempt to do it again because they're never going to do it to your standard. Cause that's what you specialize in. Yeah. That's a good analogy. You know, that's, I guess that's something I got to look at it. Like, you know, I want my customers to trust me and the work that I do and I need to extend that same opportunity yep. to another yeah, business. And you, want, and, and you got to understand that in the same way you want them to pay you for what you believe you're worth. That's mm -hmm. what Eric did to you is that this is what he believes his company's worth and the value. It's a value exchange. You know, it's just all it is. And there's just numbers in, in between. And the companies that exceed your value, exceed the value that you believe that you're giving are the ones mm -hmm. you usually buy from again, you know. So, and you'll know that pretty quickly um, with, you know, that hopefully you feel as though drip jobs is worth more than what you're paying for it monthly. In other words, oh, it's, it's already paid for itself for sure. Um, right. So to... you're going to stay around probably, <laughs> you know, yeah. like yeah. that's the mindset. It's like, you know, in the same way for you exceed the value that people are paying you, even if it's just by five or 10%, you know, or 1%, like just do one more thing, be a little right. bit better. Like it's just the path to success is very straight and narrow dude it's just you know in my opinion as long as you do what you say you're going to do um and operate with integrity and then just do a little bit more you know and do that for your employees do that for everyone you're involved with and dude that'll wind up adding up big time yeah so i hope sure. you're fired up colby i mean you know we're yeah. practically <laughs> neighbors here you're in orlando i'm in ocala um, oh really i oh, am I yeah know. yeah man okay. so yeah uh, maybe we'll have to connect sometime yeah for sure uh I'd be totally down for that. Yeah. Uh, anytime. Cool. Well, uh, it was nice meeting you. I hope, uh, I hope you got a lot out of this and get after it, man. I'll send you some resources. Um, we'll go from there. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to that business breakthrough. So uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to transition 
this episode to a testimonial. That's right. So uh, one of our awesome Drip Jobs users was kind enough to do a short testimonial for us. I asked him some questions that I'm sure a lot of us have about what Drip Jobs is. Is it valuable? So if you would like to sit and listen to this, I'd appreciate it. You can sit, hang around, and hear what one of our very happy clients has to say about Drip Jobs for his business. What's up, everyone? I'm here with my good friend, Danny V, uh, Atlanta. Um, him and I shared some uh, good time at the PCA Expo, but uh, we've been friends before that. He actually uh, came on a business breakthrough at one point in time. Uh, we went over sales and some other, other good things. Um, he is a very, very uh, professional at this point, Drip Jobs user. You've been using it now for about six, seven months, um, and you've, you've agreed to do this little spotlight, and this is really just to showcase you know what it is really it's a direct help for me so i can continue to you know get drip jobs as many people hands as possible bro so tell me before you signed up man what was the apprehension um and did drip jobs exceed your expectations yeah definitely absolutely man um i i, I didn't have any type of system any type of uh software so i had no idea what to expect to be honest with you um and you know i was just like hey um, when I, when I read about it, when I heard you talking about it, um, through, uh, you know, podcast or through, through the group, you know, on Facebook, I was just like, you know, maybe I need to give it a, I give it a try. Let me, let me try to see what it's all about and if it's worth my investment. So, uh, you know, I just kind of took that leap, man. And I was like, let's go, let's do it. Now. In retrospect, that was a good question. But now when you look, when you look back, you know, uh, and, and what's going on now, would you say that it's been worth the investment? Oh, man, it's, it's absolutely, man. I mean, without a <laughs> doubt, it that, uh, like I always say, it, it, it totally changed um, the way it changed my life, the business um, and the way I do things. Um, the face of the company, you know, looks more professional. Um keeping everything in, uh, you know, structured, um, organization, yeah. uh, and, and so, you know, just so, uh, it's a friendly user, man. It's easy to use once you get the hang of it. And after that is, you know, it's just easy. Yeah, man. It's cake, man. So, yeah. so I'm, I'm enjoying it, man. And, and, and I mean, there's so much I can say, man, I definitely encourage people to 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 really invest in him it's a really really good investment for your business let me ask you this has it helped you sell more jobs oh yeah absolutely absolutely yeah um i so there's a few things that i um that i learned i catch a few things from you as well um so before uh before i got drip jobs i was doing quotes when i got home after a long day of work and now I don't leave the homeowner's uh, house. There you go. With, without me finishing that quote and presenting it to them and potentially selling it. Um, so now I don't come home I love looking that. into doing quotes. So I would say that was one of my biggest things. And I and 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 and, and man, it, it dreaded on me. I'm like, man, I gotta go home and do these quotes. Now it's just like I enjoy doing quotes on the spot. <laughs> I got drip jobs. You know what I mean? It's gonna take me 15, 20 minutes, do this quote and let's sell it. 
And, and the customers love customers love that, don't they? Oh, absolutely. They're Even like, if it's oh, a high price, but they just love the idea. Like when you tell them, like, oh, I'm gonna go in the car and work up your quote for you. They're like, really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They were, they were like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah, I'll be right back. I'm just getting in my truck, work the quote out. We're gonna discuss it. And I've been able to get more jobs, definitely uh, selling them on the spot. Hundred percent. It's gonna happen. So we wanted to make it. So do you have people? Are you using it on the iPad when you do it? So I always carry, for some reason, I always carry my Mac to do. <laughs> That's to good. Do it while I'm doing it on in my truck, and then I take my my iPad with me, and have them sign on there. Love that. Yeah. And whatnot. So I use That's both good. of them. That's yeah. good, man. So yeah. last part of this, man, you know, dude, thank you first for, for showcasing the value. But if you hear, if somebody's listening to this and they're like, man, I just, you know, I can't see paying $147 a month for software, right? Like to the average consumer in comparison to like Joyce, which is like cheap as dirt, you know, and some <laughs> of the other things, what would you say to that person about the 147? Man, if to look at it from my perspective, I would be like, hey, man, look at 147 divided by how many jobs you get in the month. <laughs> and before you know it, it's just like, OK, 10 bucks. This goes 10 bucks towards drip jobs. And before you know it, I mean, it's paid within the month. And I mean, literally, you if, or if you want to count one job, you can pay with one job. You can pay drip jobs. Well, honest honestly, if it's a good size job, you could pay for drip jobs for three years. <laughs> there you uh, go. You know, yeah. if, if, if drip jobs picked up a job that you wouldn't have otherwise gotten through maybe an automated message that went out two, three weeks later. Um, mm -hmm. There's so much here, man. But Danny, dude, this is great. I think somebody listening to this uh, probably got some value. You're the man as always. One of our biggest drip jobs fans. Uh, uh, thanks, man. I appreciate you, man. Uh, absolutely. Anytime, man. I, I, I mean, uh, uh, 